Hey everybody, there's a lot to talk about on today's edition of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report as the winter sports seasons are winding down. My name is Wade Bates. Thank you so much for downloading the program and supporting local high school athletics. First of all, we're going to talk with Jose Matamoros, the head boys hockey coach at Beaverdam High School. Had a chance to catch up with him Thursday night after his seventh-seeded Golden Beavers went to Fond du Lac and knocked off the second-seeded Cardinals 6-3 to to advance the Tuesday's sectional semifinal against the Nina Rockets. That's the Golden Beavers' first regional championship since 2005. Then we're going to head to Waupon High School where the Waupon girls basketball team is the East Central champions. We'll talk with head coach Tim Alzma about the Warriors and their run in the postseason, which will begin next week. Then we move on to talking a little Division II high school girls basketball. Our resident high school girls basketball scouts, Jack Nortman and Dan Yaganinski, will stop by and they'll preview the entire Division II field with us, as those guys have seen probably more Division II games this year than well, maybe anybody around, so they'll break down that bracket and see what they think uh, their Golden Beavers will do and uh, who else they think is going to end up punching their ticket to Green Bay in a few weeks. I have to thank Bruce Coffin from Flyway Carpet Cleaning for making this show possible. If you need your carpets cleaned, check out Bruce at flywaycarpetcleaning.com. We have programs every single Wednesday and Saturday during the high school sports season. Check us out. Never miss an episode by subscribing to the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report at your favorite podcasting site. We've got Jose Matamoros, my chat I had with him Thursday, coming up next on the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. Thanks for listening to the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. It's our goal on the program to promote the youth of our area and the great things they do in a positive manner. One company that shares the same vision is Bruce and the staff at Flyway Carpet Cleaning. They proudly service customers all across South Central Wisconsin, including the Beaver Dam, Burnett, Columbus, Fox Lake, Randolph, Wapan, Fond du Lac, Horicon, Juneau, Mayville, Houstisford, Fall River, Clyman, Lowell, and Reeseville areas. I can tell you this, when I moved to Beaver Dam and I asked around as to who I should contact to clean my carpets, the consensus was Flyway Carpet Cleaning, and Bruce didn't disappoint. Flyway Carpet Cleaning provides residential and commercial cleaning services. Whether you need a small stain removed or your entire home or office cleaned, they have the experience and the tools to complete the job on time and on budget, all with the personal attention that you deserve. They service homes and apartments of all sizes. Whether you need a spill cleaned or hosting an event or want your floors to sparkle, you may have pet odors and stains, or just want your floors to be fresh and clean, they have you covered. When it's time to get the carpets cleaned in your office or home, I strongly recommend Flyway Carpet Cleaning. Give Bruce a call at 920-885-6188. That's 920-885-6188. Or check out flywaycarpetcleaning.com. Flyway Carpet Cleaning, they don't cut corners, they clean them. And if you see Bruce around town from Flyway Carpet Cleaning, thank him for being a part of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. After Beaver Dam's 6-3 win in their regional final on Thursday night, I had a chance to catch up with Beaver Dam boys hockey coach Jose Matamoros on the big win for the Golden Beavers. Coach, congratulations on the victory. Thanks, Wade. What, a, what an awesome night. What an awesome night. Hey, can you tell me how this thing shook out, uh, getting the big 6-3 victory over, I know, talking to you before the game, uh, a pretty powerful Fond du Lac squad. Yeah, Fond du Lac, <laughs> they're a fast, fast physical team uh, with a lot of scoring threats. Uh, it, you know, our all, all, all the props go to our boys. Kirk Davis stood on his head tonight and kept us in the game, making 48 saves and, and gave us a lot of life and a lot of energy with the saves he did make and gave us the opportunity uh, to get some goals for him. Now, Coach, uh, talk about your offense. You know, you had a six-game winning streak heading in to this one here on a Thursday night, but uh, you just kept it going. You put six on the board against Fond du Lac. Uh, ben Kramer's had a big night tonight. Yeah, you know, the last seven games I was talking to someone after, we haven't scored less than six goals in our last seven games on this win streak. Our offense has just been on fire lately. It's been so much fun and, and so impressive to watch, and, and every night it's someone different. You know, Wesley Beal coming into tonight had 10 points in our last two games. Uh, Riley Vanderhoven broke the school record. And then tonight, Ben Kramer puts up five goals. So it's not just one guy. It's the whole team, uh, you know, that's putting together a huge effort. And everyone's buying in right now. Everyone's energized. 
everyone believes that, you know, they, they deserve this. And that's what I told them before the game. I was like, guys, you deserve this. I said, this is your night. I said, no one in the state believes that we should win this game. And that's why we were the seventh seed. And, and I, I said this before to you, Wade, that, you know, we felt disrespected. We had a chip on our shoulder. We felt we should have been a higher seed with how, how well of a season we had. And we're showing that now. Coach, it's been a long time since Beaver Dam's been in the sectional semifinals, hasn't it? Yeah, I, I, you know, I was talking to the the old coaching staff, and I think they said the last time they were they were in sectionals was uh, 2005 season. So it's been about 15 years. Coach, their confidence level seems like it's at an all time high. Where where you guys up front feel like they can score against anybody right now? Yeah, you know, we may not be the most talented team, but we're we're a hard working team, and and we play really really well together. Our our guys, they're they're just buying into everything that we're teaching them right now. Our systems are running really well. Uh, you guys are sacrificing their bodies on the defensive end to block shots. You know, everyone's in it to win it right now. We're, we're on a mission. Coach, uh, now you have to start thinking about making the road trip up to Nina on Tuesday night. What can you tell about uh, the Nina Co-op? Uh, you know, we haven't we haven't seen a whole lot of Nina. We got some film on them. Um, we do know that, you know, they were in the state championship game last year. They were, they were state runners up. That's a really good program with a long history of winning. Uh, we know they have a really good goalie, but we have a really good offense. So I think it's going to be a really good matchup again. You know, at, you know, at this point in the season, no game is going to be easy. Uh, you're going to have to work hard and, and, uh, and want it more than the next guy. Well, Coach Jose Matamoros, congratulations as the Beaver Dam boys hockey team advances to the sectional semifinals with a 6-3 win over second-seeded Fond du Lac on Thursday night. Coach, uh, thank you so much, and we'll chat to you, uh, we'll chat again probably before you drop the puck on Tuesday. All right, thanks, Wade. We appreciate it. That's Beaver Dam boys hockey coach Jose Matamoros says his team will take on Nina Tuesday night in the sectional semifinals. Coming up next on the show, we're going to head to Wapan High School and talk with head girls basketball coach Tim Olzma as East Central Conference champions get ready for their playoff opener next week. More and more these days, it feels like sports are losing out to hype. Who dissed who? Who signed the fattest contract? Who got busted for cheating? Lost 2 is the unique capacity sports have to inspire us, to unite us. Well, great news, sports fans. Sports are still being played for the right reasons. They're still as entertaining as they are character building. You just have to know where to find it. And you only have to look as far as your local Wisconsin high school. You know, the place where the games are exciting, concessions are affordable, and the parking is free. Where the emphasis is on hustle and heart instead of hype. If you prefer real honest-to-goodness sport played for all the right reasons, you'll find it at your hometown high school, High School Sports. Games are being played this weekend at a Wisconsin high school near you. Okay, everybody, who's in? This message presented by the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association. Right now, let's head to Wapan High School and bring in head girls basketball coach Tim Olsma, whose squad just wrapped up a regular season that saw them win the East Central Conference Championship. Coach, thanks for joining us, and just your thoughts on how your regular season went. Yeah, no problem. Uh, yeah, very pleased, obviously, with the outcome. Uh, you know, getting through uh, the first part of the season, we started to kind of project out and see what what could happen. And you know, I don't know if uh, twenty and two was uh, on the you know radar when we started the year, but as we uh, kept getting uh, one win after another, they started piling up, and uh, certainly pleased with how we finished. What are some of the reasons that your team was able to put that 20-2 and two record when people came out and watched the Warriors play? What were some of the positives that that you saw from your squad? Well, you know, as the season started, uh, we we really were uh, kind of a little bit one-dimensional in terms of our offense. and uh, You know, we had a couple of kids that scored it really well, but, you know, you, you know when you get into the tournament, and kind of, that's obviously what you're playing for is, you got to have different pieces that can put the ball in the bucket. So, you know, I think on the offensive end of things, we've had, you know, multiple kids be, be able to step up at different times. And then, um, you know, the defense is who we are. That is, that is our identity. And so uh, we, uh, we come up and prepared and with a game plan against um, every team that we play and the girls execute it. So, you know, obviously you need both ends of the ball to work, but I think defense is the, the key for our success. Coach, you stress defense. Uh, is it easy to get the girls to buy into uh, to what what you're doing on the defensive end of the floor? Well, you, when you win, it's easy to get <laughs> them to buy into a lot of things. So, 
And, uh, you know, we, we talked early on. It's like we, we have to kind of make our mark and set, set the tone and, and get an identity about who we are. And, you know, you, you figure that if you play great defense, you're, you're going to be able to transition into the offensive event. Um, and, and that's obviously something defensively. You can control that effort at night in and night out. You're, you're going to have nights where you're struggling, where you're just a little bit off on the offensive side of things. But if your defense can be consistent, you give yourself a chance every night. Coach, on the offensive side, Abby Altsma, uh, Peyton McGinnis, they've showed up in the box score quite a bit. See, I think Peyton had 30 the other night, but they just talk about what yeah. those two young ladies uh, have brought to the table this year. Yeah, they, you know, they, they, they complement each other really well. Um, Abby's a very good shooter. She's uh, growing and expanding her game into being able to drive and get the mid-range down. And um, Peyton is a flashing scorer. And um, so, you know, as, as one goes, so does the other. And they, they feed off of each other really well. And um, it's been kind of a unique time when you can have two players um, of their caliber on the same team. Coach, how about the rest of your roster? Can you talk about uh, the contributors on your team that have, that have, that have all played a part in the, uh, the conference championship? Yeah, I mean, we, we, that's the, the coolest thing is throughout the year we've seen other kids uh, step up at, at different times. Um, you know, you see different defenses thrown at you, whether it's a box and one or whatever. And um, Naomi Alzma, who... Uh, is Abby's uh, sister. She's come through pretty clutch in, in a lot of different key moments in terms of hitting the, the open three-point shot. Um, so, you know, what she does um, off the ball is really important for us as well. Gabby Metamoros has um, really come on as of, you know, the second half of the season with her size and her presence inside. She's being able to finish inside and uh, be there for us on that defensive side where we, we need the help side. And then uh, the two juniors, Delaney uh, Stelfel and McKenna Cunningham, have both uh, had you know significant increase in their roles, and, and they've really started to develop their their games as well. Coach, uh, looking at uh, you have a week off, we mentioned, and you will you'll have a bye in the first round of the tournament. You have the winner of Columbus and uh, Ripon in the I guess opener for you guys next Friday night. Uh, just just your thoughts on on your playoff bracket that you're in. Obviously, Marshall, the two time defending champs, up on the top side, but but just your overall thoughts on on your playoff bracket. Yeah, it's a it's a tough bracket. I'm going to say it's the hardest Division three sectional that's that we have in the state. So, yeah, you talk about Marshall. Um, that's you know they got the one seat over us, but you know you've got some other very, very good teams in there. And of course, Laconia is always going to um, bring a great great effort. They're they're well coached, and so um, yeah, we have a two seed in in and in that first matchup. You never know um, who we're going to play, but. Yeah, we got to come ready and we got to be prepared. And um, I, I think the girls understand that. And uh, there, there can't be any letdown after a regular season success. I mean, everything starts over once the tournament starts. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be an exciting time. And we're, we're hoping to make uh, a run here and we'll see what happens. Coach, I appreciate the time. And we'll be following Wapan as you, you weave your way through the, the state uh, high school basketball tournament starting with the regionals next week. Tim Olsma, thank you so much for the time on the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. All right. Thanks for having me. We'll get back to more of the coaches on the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report in just a second. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to the show. I have a question for you. Is it time to get the carpets cleaned in your home, office, or apartment? If so, I strongly encourage you to contact Bruce at Flyway Carpet Cleaning. Bruce from Flyway Carpet Cleaning is the only person ever to clean the carpets in my current home. He did a fantastic job at an affordable price, and I'm a strong believer in supporting those who give back to the communities that they serve as well. And Bruce and the staff at Flyway Carpet Cleaning are always supporters of our area youth as they compete in high school athletics, in school, or in extracurricular activities. I always see Bruce and Flyway carpet cleaning involved. Flyway Carpet Cleaning provides residential and commercial cleaning services all across South Central Wisconsin. Whether you need a small stain removed or your entire home or office cleaned, they have the experience and tools to complete the job on time and on budget, all with the personal attention that you deserve. Now, did you find water in your finished basement and need it out as soon as possible before any more damage is done? Flyway Carpet Cleaning is the place to call. They also offer emergency services in case life happens and you need your carpet cleaned as soon as possible. When it's time to get the carpets cleaned in your home, apartment, or office, you need to call Flyway Carpet Cleaning. Give Bruce a call at 920-885-6188. That's 920-885-6188. Or check out flywaycarpetcleaning.com. Flyway Carpet Cleaning, they don't cut corners, they clean them. 
We continue on the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report right now, and I am going to bring in the, uh, I guess I can call them the official scouts of Division II high school girls basketball. Oh, it's an honor to have that title. For the, the South Central Wisconsin <laughs> Prep Report, that's Jack Nortman and Dan Yagodinsky in-house today. Guys, thanks for uh, stopping in. Well, thanks for having us. It's yeah, always a pleasure to be here. On this nice cold day. Oh, well, just beautiful weather. It's you know, the playoffs getting ready to start for basketball across the uh, state of Wisconsin. We chatted with you gentlemen uh, earlier this season about just uh, some some of the tricks and trades that you get into when you scout for the Beaver Dam Girls basketball program today. We're going to kind of talk about the Division II bracket where Beaver Dam's looking for their unprecedented fourth straight state championship. But before we talk about that, though, any any idea how many games you guys have watched this year? Oh, boy. You know, other than going through my phone and saying, you know, hey, you want to go here tonight? You want to go there tonight? It's uh, That's an interesting one. It's probably... 12, 13, somewhere yeah, for in there me, so I guess far. it's probably because oh, you got of the, a little bit more than I do. the holidays, I, I probably saw nine games over the I bet you I'm in that 20 to 25 yeah, range that's right now. what we love to do, and I think that it's fun. You know, we're in an interesting spot in our sectional where we have to scout teams in the Fox Valley as well as in the Milwaukee area. So that sort of uh, adds to the mileage meter yeah. on your vehicle so yeah it's a little challenge and, yeah. and not only that but the time that's involved because yeah. you know if we're going up and scouting in green bay we're talking an hour and a half hour and 45 if you're going to bayport uh, they got we, good restaurants though in green oh, bay so i don't they mind do. going there oh, yeah. and you like to eat don't you oh that's that's and is one of our favorites oh, there you go that's over by lambo yeah and then if we go to spots. hortonville we like the black we're otter. not going to turn this into a uh, advertisement no. for fox valley restaurants <laughs> that's right we've we also scouted those too <laughs> yeah no kidding <laughs> they uh you know you actually invited me to come on one of your trips but unfortunately i had to i had other commitments but i don't think i'd be scared to run the bases maybe with you. sectionals maybe we yeah, can we'll get weighed out you know the sectional final day you've been kind enough to have us on uh, your show, maybe you should come on our show. Our just I think that would be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. And, you know, and he would have a great time in the in the vehicles. <laughs> you know, this uh, could this could be a time. spinoff podcast, though. The Jack and Absolutely. Yago show. We oh. just have to do it while we're driving. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we do a lot of fun stuff. We Jack and I have a good rapport. We have a lot of fun. But we, we always talk keep a lot it. On we always keep up. it fair. Yeah, we do. We always yeah. keep yeah. the keep the it best. fair. There, Rep. yeah, that's exactly right. The Doctor Jack and Yago show. Yeah, there it is. That sounds good. There it is. It'll it'll be a subsidiary of the South Central. Wisconsin Prep Report. Now, guys, uh, you know, we mentioned the regionals get going here this week, and we're going to specifically today on the show talk about Division Two because that's what you guys are probably most in tune with. Just your overall impressions, either one of you, just uh, first uh, of Division Two. Well, let's just start, first of all, how the WIA has this tournament set up. Uh, let's just talk specifically Division Two. We could talk other divisions, but the way they have it set up in Division Two is there's four sectionals. Uh, we're in sectional two, and in each sectional, there is four regions. In our subsectional piece, we're part of uh, two different regionals. We're the we're the re- number one seed in our regional. Uh, we're Beaver Dam, you're talking about Beaver Dam. Yes, I'm sorry. And we will be playing next Friday, either Port Washington or West Bend East. So they're the nine or eight seeds. They play next Tuesday. So we're going to be playing next Friday. I believe it's 7 or 7.15. So we'll play the winner of that game. And then there's the other part of the regional where Slinger is number two seed and Grafton's a three seed. Um, they're going to be playing other sub pieces. And then if we win the first game Friday night, we'll play either Whitefish, Bay, or Nicolet, who are and the five or four seeds. That'll be a game that, uh, you know, while we're playing – uh, I'll go out and scout. So I'll be at Nicolet while we're playing. So that's sometimes this is sort of gets into the hectic time of the of the scouting season a little bit. And I hate to miss our game, but you know we get to play the winner of that game. I think it's important to have the film yep. on that game. And, and Tim and I talked about that, and uh, that'll be interesting to see. You know, we have the potential for a little ten matchup with uh, Beaver Dam and uh, West Bend East again. Sure. But, how much have you, have you? How many of those, those eight nine games? Obviously, how much of those teams have you guys really gone out and seen? Because no, you we have haven't. some familiarity with those teams just because they're they're bit. in the region. You know, that's why you, you kind of end up going like the Green Bays and Milwaukee. Right, we sort of look yeah. at maybe the little bit bigger picture. Yeah. And that's not to yeah. say that we don't well, respect the programs that some of these teams have. But if you just look at the matchups, it's just uh, – we just think that uh, scouting there is just – Well, let's uh, put it this way. The analytics show uh, Port Washington, for, for example, is 1-20. in 20. They average 26 sure. points a game. West Bend East is 5-16. and 16. They average 46 points a game. Uh, we have all the information we need, but – 
I think it's a pretty good matchup for us in the regional semifinal. And then this regional final, Whitefish Bay is 10 and 11. They average 43 a game, and Nicolet is 11 and 10. I mean, yeah. and, we've, and, you we've know, been... Whitefish Bay, after losing Clemens last year, uh, a team that was at state, you might look at them and say, well, maybe, but, I mean, it just kind of goes to show you yeah. that uh, a different team, a different season. So we'll see how that game goes. I'll be interested to, to see how it plays out. Hey, guys, can we talk a little bit more about the uh, bottom half of these two regions? You know, you talked about Beaver Dam, you know, into Nicolet and potentially Whitefish Bay, but you have, you know, Slinger is the two seed on the bottom half of this region. Slinger's a team that whenever we talk to anybody involved with Beaver Dam basketball, it always gives them a little bit of worry. There is a lot of respect, I know, that our Beaver Dam program has for the Slinger Owls, even going back to the Wisconsin Little 10 days. I think they have a mm -hmm. great program there, and we know a lot of their coaches. We're familiar with them, yep. and uh, they're just a terrific team that's very well coached. They're fundamentally sound. They play offense as a group. They don't make a lot of mistakes, and uh, it's just a Awesome to see them do well. Yeah, and they've kind of, you know, Tony and Tim Chase, uh, Tony is Slinger's coach. He He's kind of mirrored their program a lot after Beaver Dam, and we've had some good battles. Obviously, last year in the sectional semifinal, we had a pretty tough first half, and then we went on a big run. Um, this year, again, they're the two seeds, so, you know, we've done a lot of scouting, and we've uh, put a lot of information together. Uh, I personally know four of their top five players having my daughter playing with them this summer and practicing with a lot of them. They're a, they're a very sound team. Uh, they average 55 points a game. They're 17 and four. So uh, they, the deficiency maybe is uh, they don't have a lot of height, but they play hard. They sure, they make tempo. up for it in other ways. There's yeah, no question and, about that. And they've got one of their key players that's been hurt since midseason. Ramsey McGrew is kind of a three-point specialist. She, She's had a knee injury since the beginning. She goes to the doctor this Thursday. And now whether that's going to help them because she's just coming back. Dago, you know everything. <laughs> hey, that's what are you doing? Stepping around medical facilities? That's yeah, part that's, of our job. You know, he was well, like, I know uh, my daughter and her, you know. they're, they're good friends. Gotcha. From yeah. the summer's AEU circuit. So that's part of where we know. But yeah. we do know a lot of things that are happening with teams just from knowing coaches and sure. other people also. And having coached against all the juniors that in the state, I know a lot of those parents and those players themselves. What about, can you talk a little bit more about Grafton? How much have you seen of Grafton? What do you know about Grafton? A little bit of Grafton. Uh, you know, last season they got upset by Vincent <clears throat> at Grafton, and that was a game that I was at, and that was we ended up playing Vincent in the regional uh, yep. final last year. Um, but they're a team that's got, they've had some injuries this season. I think that, uh, you know, they uh, have been a program that's won state championships in the past with Bob Morande, who's now at, I believe, Sheboygan South, who was he, the head coach for Cudahy. I think he just left again for certain reasons. but Maybe uh, he did, but yeah. at the end of the day, I think, uh, you know, they got a pretty darn good program there that's... Uh, I can talk a little yeah. bit. Uh, we, we watched uh, the Slinger-Grafton game last week, and it was pretty even till halftime. Then the Slinger ended up winning by 11, like 56-45. Yeah. Grafton's 10-12 and 12 on the season. They average about 53 points a game. So they're a team that, yeah, they could do some things. They don't have much size. I think there's good matchups there. but um, And they it, play in a reasonably tough league, too. I mean, I think they that's do. something that should yeah, be noted with decent. those. Uh, teams that they play, they're reasonably battle tested. So that's uh, it's going to be an interesting matchup. Sure. So I know, would you say Slinger's probably the favorite to come out of that regional into the sectional? Being the two seed, obviously they are the on paper they're the favorite. I would say they're yeah. the big if favorite. If I had to pick, that would be uh, yeah. They're seventeen the and one. four. They're uh, they're the big favorite. I think to yeah. come out of that half of the regional. Now the the upper half of sectional two guys is the one where you guys have done a lot of legwork because that's mm -hmm. up into the Fox Valley area. Notre Dame is the one seed there. Pulaski's the number two seed. Uh, these are all the teams with the buys. Green Bay Southwest is the three, and then West appears the four. Just uh, uh, what's your take on the upper bracket where if, if your Golden Beavers would would get through the regional what does that upper part of that bracket look like yeah i think it's it's teams that are all very familiar with one another i mean you talk about uh notre dame and pulaski both have beaten bayport who uh is a very very highly rated team uh in division one at some point in the year they've been ranked number one and i think that's just a feather in their cap you know i've seen pulaski they beat notre dame just a few weeks ago and that was a game 
where you know they have basically three players. Maggie Hernandez is their leading scorer, averages about 13 points a game. Sheridan Flogger, as well as Ashlyn Zamansky. So they've all scored in double digits when they beat Notre Dame. I think the score was 46-41, somewhere in that neighborhood. And that was a game I scouted a couple of weeks ago. So you look at that and you say that was a matchup of the regional final last year. Uh, was Pulaski and Notre Dame, and Notre Dame was victorious. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be reasonably interesting to see. And then you factor Green Bay Southwest into the mix, a team that could uh, do some things with one of the best players in the state, Jaden Simmons. And I think Mm -hmm. that uh, you look at that top half, there's going to be a lot of competition to see who comes out of that. That's going to be interesting to watch. We'll certainly be... Sure. Uh, so at all those games. Well, let's paint the picture on that regional because that's uh, whoever comes out of that regional. If we were to survive, we would play them in the sectional final. Notre Dame's ranked, the, got the number one seed. Uh, Pulaski, who you just talked about, they also just upset Bayport last night at Bayport, 54-51. And that's a big win for them. Now, the good thing for Pulaski, they're on a, they've won 10 of their last 11 games. So they're really – they're – Definitely a dark horse. Maybe at the start of the year, we didn't really have our eye all that much on them. But as the year sort of yep. progressed and they got more and more wins under their belt, maybe we kind of see that and go, well, yep. maybe we should start paying attention because there's a decent shot that we might play them because they're all familiar right. with one another. So, so the big thing on that uh, other half of regional, Notre Dame, we have a lot of respect for. They've won two state titles. They've Great been coach. second. Other one time. of the best coaches. Well, that's one of the things you always hear about Notre Dame, too. I've had multiple coaches tell me that they have such respect for, for the staff at Notre Dame. Yeah, there's no question about that. When you yeah. watch them play, the way she coaches defense, uh, they're just they're so fun, fundamentally sound, and I think that they play uh, physical. They're just they just grind you. And early on, they've sort of had our number. Sarah Rohde is a tra- just a terrific yep. coach. Yep. Uh, and she's actually assisted by uh, Campbell, Eliza one of the Campbell, yep. who uh, uh, was in my class, who just th- threw a couple of those three-point daggers in the sectional final in that overtime game in yeah. 2012. And along with Ellie LeClaire, probably one of the best uh, yes. players in Green Bay history. No question about now, it. Now, we think, obviously, Notre Dame, um, Green Bay Southwest, who, again, they've they've got to play Pulaski first in probably the sectional semifinal if they that works out. So one of those two teams will make it. We think Notre Dame probably has got the inside track, so it'll be one of those two playing. Again, we think in Green Bay Southwest, though, has had Notre Dame's number. They've won three of the last four times That's they played. That's exactly right. You know, I remember talking to you guys a few weeks back. I think it was at a game or whatever, and we were talking about that upper bracket. And one of you guys told me, I think it might have been Jackson, hey, we have to actually do a little bit of work on West up here right now because they had they had been on a little run. They have been on a little bit of a run, and I think that they're sort of on maybe a they little leveled bit. leveled off of a little yeah, bit. They've, trend, they've lost, at a, the end of the day, they've I lost mean, a couple games, and uh, we, we think, the way they got this, they got the four seed, so they're in a really tough position. They got to play Notre Dame, and then they'd have to play the winner of probably conventional wisdom, Green Bay Southwest, Pulaski. So they got a tough route. Now, have you looked at many of obviously whether it be the, the top half or the, the the bracket that the side that Beaver Dam is in? I don't want to call them the play-in games, but those first round Tuesday night games. Did you get a look at any of those teams from either of those two sides? Tuesday night. Um, yeah, we we uh, there's one game up in that top region. Kakana playing Luxembourg Casco. Kakana's a five against the 12 they would play west appear they would have a chance to beat west appear right now uh, i don't think they have maybe the ammunition to beat notre dame but that would was be the a one team, game yeah at the start of the year where maybe we zeroed in on and as the year went on we kind of got off of a little bit but yeah that that's uh a team that i know you're certainly familiar I with know having them very coached well against yeah, them, we, yeah we coached Against their top four players, they're all juniors. We I coached against them all the middle school years, so we know them pretty well. Yeah, um, and I think they're nice players. But uh, again, of the play-in games of the teams that could potentially make a big run, I'd put Kakana in that. I agree with realm that at all. Sure. Who 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 do you think is going to come out of that top half? If I had to pick, and if we're prognosticating, that's what we do. Uh, in my opinion, you go with Notre Dame. I just think their overall quality of body of work. Samuel Pichka is just a terrific player. They play in a really tough league. They have a great coach in Sarah Rohde, and they've been there before. I mean, they ran into a New London buzzsaw in 2011. Otherwise, they would potentially have three yeah. state titles in a yeah. row in 11, 12, and 13. You know, so. they're not gonna they're not gonna wilt. I mean, obviously, 12, 13, Sarah's 14, been there. They've won the title in 2013 and 14. Uh, they have a really solid starting five. Um, the only team that i would think right now plasky or southwest could give them a little run but i still yeah agree i think with in you. those close notre games, dame would be the, the 
candidate. Yeah, sure. I would agree. And, and do, do you anticipate? I mean, from your perspectives, that the ones and the twos probably hold suit through through into the uh, into the sectionals. In my opinion, if we're looking at this half, yes, I think if. If we're doing our bracketology, yes. so to speak, you said I'm a doctor, but my PhD yes. is in bracketology. <laughs> okay, so so we look at at least on this half of things. Uh, that would be my prediction. The nice part about the madness of March is that things are liable to change. Yep. We'll just have to watch it play out. Here's what I would say. Uh, we've gotten together with the coaching staff, and we've kind of done the same thing the last three years. All three, the last three years on that top half, somebody that we didn't predict came out of it. Last year, I mean, we did not predict Notre Dame coming out. We predicted that um, Southwest, because Southwest beat them twice. They lost to them. Southwest came out. The year before, we predicted that Seymour. Uh, Notre Dame would come out. No, Notre Dame would come out. West Appear won it. The year before, we picked Notre Dame. Or, or Seymour, and it was West Appear right. that came That's exactly out. Right. So it was a different team each of the last three years. So the point of all this tournament stuff, there's always upsets. That's why we do what we do to get all the information on these different teams because it happens. Well, with with this kind of bracket uh, in the fall, I think we broke it out. Let's flip over to sectional one. I'll just let you guys go here. Uh, that that would be the you know obviously it's going to get seeded, but it's uh, but on the the paper that I'm looking at, sectional one is looking is is on the same page. In the old days, they'd be matching up, but not anymore. But uh, uh, I know Yago, you're going to get your sheet, and you just want to go through. I'll go through teams, and well, yeah, I... this is sort of an interesting team. You know, last year it was River Falls and Hortonville in the sectional final that year in that game that we scouted. And River Falls, uh, <laughs> you know, right now River Falls and on Alaska, and we've scouted on Alaska this year in their game against Aquinas uh, on their home court. They got uh, beat by forty. Something. Yeah, it was it was not the best of games but they're capable of playing better you know they they command a lot of respect in the basketball community with sports as on alaska and river falls ranked four and five respectively five and six yeah so i i mean i you look at that and you say that those teams you probably have to look at in that half of the sectional are the alpha dogs there as far as the bottom half of that one there's one team that maybe i'm zero in on would be lakeland union up in monaco and dan and i know uh, coach we met, Melissa, who actually met, was yeah. a player for Pat Summit at Tennessee. Okay. Terrific yeah, she coach played there her freshman there. year, and then she transferred to Northwestern after that. Yeah. But, but she's, she's a great if, coach, Would look person. for them to potentially match up with Hortonville in a regional final there. Anything can happen. But I'm surprised uh, Jack doesn't want to go to Monaco to scout just to find some good steak. Oh, you stop. The hey, I've got a actually. I've got a, a stepbrother that has a restaurant downtown. Well, maybe we can all go <laughs> we after could, we, we record could go. this. Yeah. Okay. But you know, talking about this uh, whole half, that whole sectional, sectional one. Again, there's two regionals. Um, as Jack indicated, Onalaska is ranked fifth in Division Two. River Falls is ranked sixth. Um, again, Onalaska was beat by Aquinas by forty twice. I would think that. The conventional, again, if we're looking at things, Hortonville should survive the whole piece there. Um, they're oh, the Rhinelander out of that. Do you know anything about Rhinelander, who's the two-seed in, in that? that we, haven't, side? we haven't done our homework on Rhinelander. Not I don't know if anybody knows what a hodeg is. I've been up to Rhinelander <laughs> I, for baseball tournaments My brother before. used to play baseball against yeah. We didn't know what it was They used either. to be in my conference. They were used to be in the Wisconsin Valley Conference and. uh I believe they moved off, but uh, yeah. yeah, so yeah, Lakeland Union, uh, New London, a team that commands a lot of respect. They had, From the past, had some yes. good teams, yeah, in From eleven the and twelve. They won back to back, and uh, yeah, you know, you look at it, and it's it's sort of a you know that in that northern half of the state, uh, we've seen River Falls and on Alaska this year ranked highly as of late. Can they potentially? Either one of those two give Hortonville a run for their money. We're just going to have to potentially let it play out. River Falls has one really good player, um, number 10. I'm trying to remember her. Skippo Scout just knows the numbers, right? That's all yeah, you know. Yeah, you know, you got to yeah, love that. She, she's a really nice player. Her name is Kylie Strop. She averages 17 a game. We saw her in the we finals did. last year against Hortonville. This year they have a little more balance. They have two, three other players that average nine points a game, so it might help them a little. I think they don't play in as quality a conference as Hortonville. I would say our pick would be Hortonville to make yeah, it out, out of that, that sectional. sectional. No question about it. And that's not to say that River Falls or Onalaska could pose an upset because we no. saw that sectional final, a game where Macy McGlone actually fouled out with about six minutes to go, and it was right. about a 15-point game at that time. So maybe we'll see a rematch. Right. You know, Onalaska plays in the Mississippi Valley Conference with Aquinas and a few other. There's a good conference. They average about 56 a game, so they're 16-5. and five. 
Uh, river Falls is 19-2. and two. Uh, They play in the Big Rivers Conference. I don't know if it's as strong this year. That's why we would maybe, again, look at Hortonville to come out of that sectional. Yeah, sure. I agree. Um, there's two other sections we can talk. Let's go to sectional three next because you have the Forest, who's out of the Badger North, uh, same conference as Beaver Dam. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the one seed right there. Uh, Oregon from the Badger South is the two seed. Reedsburg's the three seed. What do you have Monroe and MG, uh, the four and the five respectively? So it's a lot of Badger conference in the top half of uh, sectional three. Yeah, I know. It's it's nice to see our conference uh representing well on that side of the sectional. So you look at that, um, maybe last year where Monroe was maybe the clear-cut favorite, it was either them or Monona Grove. Monona Grove gets upset by DeForest. Right. This year there's a little bit more parity, in my opinion, on that half of things. Um, You know, you look at DeForest, we've seen them twice this year. We know what they have to offer. They're a terrific basketball team. They play pretty up-tempo. And, uh, you know, they've given us fits. Reedsburg in the middle of the season have, has, has sort of gave us some fits there uh, when we were trailing by, I think it was seven points at halftime. Oregon, maybe not so much. We also played them twice, once at the Cole Center, once in the Badger Challenge. So I think, uh, you know, we're familiar enough having played them twice, I think is a huge advantage uh, to be able to tell how you match up against them. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. You know, DeForest had um, a little bit of a hiccup here midseason when Grace Roth, their leading scorer, left the team. Um, we don't know all the circumstances there, but to be quite frank, right now I think they're playing with a lot of confidence and more continuity. Again, we beat them by 22 earlier in the year, and then we beat them by 23 on their home court last week, and those were both very good wins, but they're playing well. Uh, Oregon, I thought, played better in early in the season. We beat them by 24 at the Kohl Center, and then we beat them by 15 uh, at the Badger Challenge here at Beaverdam uh, after the holidays. Um, I guess if I look at that bracket, you know, either one of those teams are probably the strongest in that sectional. I would, my pick would be DeForest, just the way they're playing right now. Yeah, mine would too. And a team that has sort of flew under the radar from our perspective has been Union Grove. I mean, for them to get a one seed, I think they've had a pretty darn nice season. And, uh, you know, that's in the bottom half of the of the sectional. So you sort of look at that and you say there's a lot of competition that'll come out of that. So whoever does is going to be having gone through the gauntlet Yes, if Union Grove is the one seed, Elkhorn is the two, uh, the three is Waterford, Waukesha West the four, Milton is the five, and the teams that all begin play next Friday. Yeah, I would say the wild card there, to be quite frank, might be Waukesha West. They play in that uh, Classic 8 conference against really good competition. Even though they're the four seed and they play Union Grove, um, that might be the wild card that I would look at. And that bottom half of the regional for the sectional number three. And... I would say my pick would uh, coming out of there would be either Union Grove or Waukesha West. And then on the top half, again, I'd pick DeForest, and I think DeForest is the best team. Yeah, and I would concur with that assessment, no question about it. I just think DeForest, with their overall body of work this season, has just been terrific. They're ranked fourth in the most recent poll on WIS Sports. That's for darn good reason. You know, the, the old Bill Parcells saying, you are what your record says you are. 18-3 and three is pretty impressive, Mark. So it is. And two of those three losses are to Beaver Dam, which, right. you know, is are not bad losses. Um, and they average about 53 a game. So, you know, they're in that middle range for scoring. So let's say about the Badger North, if you would end up with two teams that may, oh, you're finding their way to the rash. Yeah, that would. That's, that's well. Look at last year. We got one Badger North, one Badger South in the championship game. Right, that says something about our conference. Uh, I think just the overall level of basketball in this neighborhood is just uh, off the charts. And, and you, we, even going back further, McKenna Warnock winning the Miss basketball, basketball Award, year, yep. playing down at Iowa this year. I think. Uh, has been... Uh, and I thought it was a pick between her and Sydney Hilliard for player of the year. And Hilliard very well could have won it as well. And she That's just, what I thought. Yeah, and I she's shown you this year the best. She's going to be an all-conference player for the Badgers. Absolutely. I mean, she was an impact. Going made, forward, so. made an impact at UW this year as a freshman. Just a terrific player. Plays great defense. Excellent shooter. Just a great leader on the court. Whenever we scouted mm-hmm. Monroe... We just could just she just jumped off the page. It was just a pleasure to watch. How about uh, when we move on to sectional four yet? Yeah, okay, let, that's let, actually my personal favorite. That's your personal. Well, here's, that's what, the most here's what it looks like. We'll start in the top. The sure. top part of the bracket has Pius as they won. Uh, the uh, two seed is Milwaukee School of the Languages. The three is the Milwaukee Washington Co-op. The four is the Milwaukee Marshall Young Cogs, and then five is Tosa West. Um, and then obviously there's some. We'll, 
you guys want to talk about the uh, Tuesday night games, but those are the top seeds that all get the first round buys. We'll talk about the top half of that uh, section first. Yeah, uh, you know the top half. Pius is the one. Um, that's prob- that regional. Pius just stands out above everybody no in that whole region. I've seen Pius four or five times this year. They're a very unique team. Um, they have a lot of length. They have three big starters. Uh, they have a girl by the name of Jasmine Kondrzak who's going to UWB Green Bay. She's 6'1". She's their second leading scorer, but she does so many other things. Then they have Jada Spence, who's six foot, their leading scorer. But the person that just dominates inside is a sophomore, Maya Moore. Absolutely. She's 6'1", and she is a load. Now, uh, their guard play is where you got to keep uh, speeding them up and working them. Right, uh, yeah. That's maybe where if we would have a prospective matchup where our guard play would probably be Yeah, you know, in the times we, we've scouted Pius a few times this year, and you watch Maya Moore play number 44, the sophomore, she just jumps off the page. She's yeah, so athletic. She's left-handed. Even as a freshman, she She gets jumped. the ball in the high post and drives. She's yeah. just outstanding. And I think another component of Pius is is their head coach, Scott Herrick, that has yep. certainly been here before. And in uh, 2010, he stopped Milwaukee Vincent from winning four in a mm-hmm. row with Nicole Griffin mm-hmm. in that uh, state semifinal at the Cole Center, and then they won it again mm-hmm. in 2015. So he's another coach uh, that's just uh, – well, I look been at battle uh, tested, yeah, and, and I, I think look that at them eighteen and three. They they average fifty nine points a game, so they score a lot of points. They do. They've lost three games. They're on a fifteen game winning streak. Well, they won last night. If they win uh, last night, they are sixteen game winning streak. Uh, they're in the Woodland West, a really tough conference. Their only three losses are to Kimberly, Stevens Point, and Pewaukee. Um, pretty good teams. Yeah, and they play in a good league, as they you said. They play in a they're, good conference. and Definitely this time of the year, in my opinion, plays a role. Well, yeah, in, and Eisenhower's been do. playing well. They went to Eisenhower a couple of weeks ago and beat them by 13 on our home floor. Right. The week before that, they beat Pewaukee, the other chief competition in that sectional, by 15 on our home yeah. floor. I mean, they're a team ranked third in the WIS Sports Poll in Division Two. I think uh, that's deservedly so. That's about where I have them ranked. Uh, no question, a force to be reckoned with down the stretch in the playoffs. You know, that bottom half of the bracket, that's where it really gets interesting. Um, the one seed to Berlin-Eisenhower has been playing well, except for that loss to Pius. They've been on a roll. They beat Pewaukee pretty handedly. We went and watched that game uh, a couple weeks ago on a weekend, actually a week ago Saturday. Uh, they're the one seed. The two seed is Pewaukee. The three seed is South Milwaukee. And then Whitnell is the four seed. Um, if, if there is a team, you know, Wade, we do talk about the Tuesday matchups. I think if there's one team in that bottom half is New Berlin West. Yep. And a few years ago, they upset New Berlin Eisenhower. That was in 2017 uh, in the sectional semifinal, New Berlin West did. And, you know, it's a crosstown rivalry. You never know. Uh, New Berlin West. It's kind of a bloodbath game, you know. Yeah, you know what? And those this time of the year, that's what you like to see, those packed gyms with the student sections going at each other. If New Berlin West can make it, potentially to the regional final. I, I would look at that Eisenhower-New yep. Berlin-West matchup as one that I agree. would be fun to watch, no question about it. And I would say, you know, you look at just history. New Berlin-Eisenhower was probably the gold standard taking over from Notre Dame, and we've probably taken over the gold standard from New Berlin-Eisenhower a little bit uh, with our program. But Eisenhower is a team that they, with they the just new head play coach, the right way. first-year head coach. First-year head coach. He was their JV coach in the past. but um, Andy Monfrey, yeah, yep. just does uh, a terrific job. They, uh, they they just really play a good style of ball. They really understand matchups. They have Aaron Hedman, a 6'3 girl, going, going to, to Minnesota. Minnesota. So uh, that's one thing that uh, – and she plays outside a lot, but you never know what, what So athletic. I mean, she can get Very the ball athletic. on the high post and yep. drive. And another player that's been playing well for them has been Nikki Deanberg, and she's yep. one of their terrific guards that I think if, if she plays well, the team can really play well because she takes them to another level. And it wouldn't yeah. shock me at all to see Eisenhower – uh, make it far into the playoffs, too, because they, they, right. they play in a tough league. They beat Pewaukee by a point early on in the season, in the middle of the season. And then they just beat them by nine. You so go to New Berlin-Eisenhower, and you walk in, you see the trophy case, you see all the gold balls, and you see the silver balls, too. And uh, Two gold balls and three silvers. But that's just a, the program, if you look at if in the last, since 2010, if you just look, it seems like every year is New Berlin-Eisenhower, and I think yep. that they've... Uh, certainly know what it's like to play in big games, and I would look for them to be a force. I would look for Eisenhower to probably come out of the bottom half, and I would look for Pius to come out of the top half. My pick would be Pius right now, just the way they're playing to get to state out of that re- out of that sectional. 
So obviously, so this is reviewing here, kind of obviously. Beaver Dam has won the last three. A lot of people looking at Beaver Dam as the favorite in their sectional. Notre Dame, the one seed, has always given them fits. And then you look at uh, Hortonville on the the other bracket again. And if you were picking, uh, we thought DeForest maybe from your your eyes maybe the favorite in uh, section uh, three, and then section four again. Pious, I would pick. I I think it's going to be an interesting game. I would say Pious just because you know we talk about the players that they have, <clears throat> the coach they have. When you put it all together. Pious to me, uh, but just, it's going to be a good. I think be it might be a good final. The reason I say Wade, this is my favorite sectional, is I just think this just has the most intriguing matchups. <laughs> a team we didn't really touch on is Pewaukee. They have a very talented roster. They maybe have had a little bit of a slow end of their season here, um, but at the end of the day, they just have a great starting five. Well, uh, we'll yeah. just we'll just have to see how it plays out. That's going to be fun. I think. Uh, but if, I, if I'm picking, I say Pius comes out of that. It amazes me. Yago comes here with uh, just stacks and stacks of paper. We were breaking down. You know, Max Preps has kind of an analytical computer ranking. that they and Their rankings are a little different than the coaches' polls, right, Yago? When yes. it comes to teams in D2? Yes. Yeah, Max Preps uh, comes out with just analytics. They don't have any coaches voting, any media putting uh, information in. They had, coming into last night, they had Bayport won. Now, Bayport lost to Pulaski, so they're going to drop because it's a team – on analytics, they're going to probably drop a couple spots. Lacrosse Aquinas was two. This is overall the state of Wisconsin. This is overall yeah, this, in the state. Is all, not, divisions. Yeah, all divisions. This is all yes. divisions. So Bayport was one. They're going to probably drop to three. Aquin- Lacrosse Aquinas, who beat us, um, is two. Beaver Dam three. They have Platteville four. Hortonville five. Germantown six. Now out of the top twenty or out of the top eighteen, they have Germantown six, who we had beat early in the season. They have DeForest twelve, who we beat twice. Oregon 17, who we beat twice, and Wanakee 18, who we beat twice. So, you know, there's some pretty good teams out of the top 18 that we've won. What this ranking does is it shows their rating overall based on plus minus and then also their strength of schedule. Bayport, Beaver Dam, and Notre Dame, Green Bay, Notre Dame, are the top have the top three strength of schedules. Part of it's Bayport and Notre Dame are in a really good conference. The other part is we play a really strong non-conference and out-of-state type uh, schedule. Yeah, I think that sort of makes it interesting when you look at non-conference schedule and you look at Beaver Dam playing Evanston, mm-hmm. a team ranked seventh or sixth, depending on what poll you go by down in Illinois. And then Farmington, a team... Uh, ranked second right now in Minnesota. So you and, look and there's at that. no and there's nothing to be ashamed of there. Hopkins, Hopkins up in Minnesota is, going, is ranked yeah. number three in the so, country. I mean, and then you topple that with Lacrosse Aquinas. You just look at Beaver Dam's non-conference schedule has been pretty strong. Uh, you know, they happened to lose all three of those games. Some were close, some weren't. Uh, but you kind of look at that as they they've been in big games before. They know what it's like. Uh, my pick would be Beaver Dam to come out of our sectional. So. Um, My pick would, but too, we'll just, have to see. You know, there's you got to play the game. Slinger, that's why. What are you guys going to say though? What's Coach Casey going to say if you come in and say, oh, I, I, "Honestly, I think that I, I think Notre Dame is going to well, take it to us." I'm going to tell you. I don't know if I I wouldn't tell that to anybody. I'd keep that to myself. <laughs> exactly. Certainly wouldn't say it on a I, podcast. I, I just look at it purely from matchups. <laughs> yes. And all I will say is I think we have good matchups with everybody yeah, in I our sectional. What has set us apart this year has been our defense. If you look at every game that we have played, you take the team's points Absolutely. per game. Absolutely. Okay, we've held teams an average to 13.6 points per game under their average. That includes 30 points for Aquinas underneath their average. one under their average. So that's pretty yes. good. I, if you calculated that for teams in the state, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find a team that was above 10. Well, talk about Hortonville. Yeah, you did a little around. bit of checking on that. What did Hortonville? Hortonville what was their was plus minus? Eight. I looked at a couple of teams. Hortonville was about eight points. They held teams eight points below uh, what their, their average. average. So you know what? So you we're look double at that. that. Yeah, and wow. so we'll see how that plays out. I think this year has been sort of an interesting season. Uh, you know, we've had some tough losses. The loss to Aquinas was hard, but it's how you rebound from that and. Uh, yeah. This is just a fun time of the year when you lay it out on the line yes. and who's got the best team wins, and we'll just and, have and to see. And that's how we look at it, too, is some teams like Pius are on a 16-game run right now. Pulaski's 10 out of the last 11. Those are teams that are they're peaking at the right time. Sometimes there's something to be said about that, and maybe there's been changes in style, a little bit of uh, strategy, but teams that are uh, playing well right now, and I think 
Beaver Dam right now. The last few games is getting a defensive mojo night, back. If you're out at the gym on Thursday night, uh, senior night for the girls, the Beaver Dam girls, I uh, had it going against Reesburg. There was it was seven to five. About four minutes in, the Beaver Dam yes. team was losing. Then it, it's then it's forty forty two to six run yeah. to finish out the half, and that's sort of how the DeForest game went. At yeah. DeForest went yeah. on a twenty four zero run. So I, you know, you look at that and it's like. Uh, you know, right now, knock on wood, they're healthy. They're ready to go. They've got their head coach, Tim Chase, back on the sidelines. They're playing for him. It's nice to see him back watching the film. I got a little emotional. And you know, coach is feeling good because in the post game with Mike and Kirk on WBEV yesterday, his first question was, he goes, ah, oh, you know, you just got done beating a team that was beating you at halftime, and you beat them 92 to 90 to 42. His first, the first words out of Coach Chase's mouth was, well, we have so many things we have to get better on. We no have to question. get on the practice field tomorrow. <laughs> we, we have to get better. This, yeah. game, this game's over. I'm glad we played well. We need to move on. I'm like, Coach Chase is feeling pretty good. You that's know what? how he does every but, interview yes, if you look at it. And that's but that's the, the attitude. attitude. That's the attitude you have to take. If you want to keep a program at the top, you have to take that attitude. You're going to get better by possession every practice and every week throughout the season. Yeah. And I think we're starting to – Sort of jive right a now. Bit, We're starting know. to get our mojo back. You're right. Our confidence is there. Our cohesiveness is better right now. And um, since that Aquinas game, I think you've seen a little bit more resilience and you've seen uh, them answer the bell, so to speak, uh, with their uh, better play down the stretch. What it comes down to, to be quite frank, when you get to playoffs, one of my old Bobby Knight quotes, victory favors the team making the fewest mistakes. That means turnovers. Not too many fouls, and you know you got to make your free throws. You look at all those factors that are what I look at is teams making mistakes. And the team that makes the fewest mistakes, it usually happens. You look at a couple of years ago when we played Eisenhower in the finals. Uh, their coach, uh, Coach Schmidt, he mentioned that we they had 19 turnovers to our seven. He said, "You give a top team 12 more possessions than you." It's not going to look good in the end result. All right, uh, Jack Nortman, Dan Yagodinsky, I appreciate you guys coming in. You guys, you know, we always talk D2 basketball, and I'm impressed with, you know, know, people talk about you guys know a lot about uh, the teams that are in our sections and the Beaver Dam sections, and you know, you know, you're proving today to me that you do truly know what's going on (laughs) in Division in Division Two high school girls basketball. Yeah, it's all a lot right. Of fun. Thanks, Wade. Hey, it's, uh, it's always fun to sit and have a conversation. All right. Likewise, we just for wish the uh, Beaver Dam girls all the uh, luck and success. All right, Dan Yagodinsky, Jack Nortman, thank you so much for joining us in the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. Being a teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to be liked, endless worrying about college, cyberbullying, high expectations, all the negativity. There's no question. Being a teenager is tough. And what do Wisconsin's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their heads? We play! Research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self-esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all. High school sports are fun. Not just fun. They're a lot of fun. Encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more. And they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future. This message presented by the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association. That's going to do it for this edition of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. Thank you so much for paying us a visit today and uh, listening to the program. I'm going to thank Jose Matamoros, the boys' hockey coach at Beaverdam High School, for joining us. Also, Tim Alzma, the head girls' basketball coach at Wapan, And Dan Yagodinsky and Jack Nortman, our resident high school girls' basketball scouts, giving us their take on the Division II bracket as the state girls' playoffs get going next week. Also today, lots of wrestling going on across the state, individual sectionals in the area and across the state of Wisconsin. A lot of wrestlers competing across the area, so uh, check out uh, where your favorite wrestlers are at, and good luck to your favorite wrestlers as they compete for a trip to the state tournament in Madison. We also thank Bruce Coffin from Flyway Carpet Cleaning for making this show possible. If you need your carpet cleaned, check out flywaycarpetcleaning.com. Make sure you search South Central Wisconsin Prep Report on Facebook and like it. You can also follow on Twitter at SCW Prep Report and subscribe to the program. Never miss a show. You can do it at any of your favorite podcasting sites simply by searching South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. Till Wednesday, my name is Wade Bates. Thank you so much for listening to the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report.